Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Global Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Guys Dylan Wilhelm and new guy Zach Martin. Uh, shall we? Shall we start there? Zach, might as, might as well. All right, you're 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 new in town, uh, fresh faced, ready to get out there and cover some more basketball. Absolutely. All right, and you're from uh, the Midwest. Is Iowa the Midwest? Yes, Iowa's the heart of the Midwest. It's the you, middle of the Midwest. You can't get more Midwest than Iowa. All right. Uh, do you feel like Iowa has prepared you for Washington in the least, or maybe not at all? Mm, I know that I won't begin as much snow in Washington as I did in Iowa, so I'm more than happy about that. But Iowa's prepared me enough for it's prepared me enough for Washington. All right. Um, and how have things been in your first? Well, you started what Friday? Thursday. Thursday. First four days on the job. Yeah. The math probably isn't adding up here. No, but, it's four days. Four days uh, of work. How, uh, yeah, how was your first weekend? It's been good. It was good. Um, couldn't have asked for three better basketball games uh, to cover out here. Um, coaches have been very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, they've answered all my all my questions so far. Some of them probably stupid. Some of them not so stupid. I'm sure uh, they've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's no. It, it it's been a been a good first four days. Um, I've enjoyed seeing seeing the new talent around here. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more talent down at the Yakima Valley Sun Dome this week. And won't be long till we're in we're in spring season. So I'm looking forward to. Providing this this area, these athletes, these coaches, um, fantastic coverage. All right, great. Yeah, your first uh, first round of games were good. I enjoyed them. Um, you did a nice work. And uh, Dylan, how are you? I'm doing well. Any any big announcements you want to make? Uh, I got engaged. This Congratulations! Week. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought there was a different announcement. You and. About 10 minutes before recording, I have officially been promoted to the sports editor role here at the Chronicle. So wow, we'll wow. just Which, uh, continue to carry on the legacy of Josh, Alec, Eric, yourself, uh-huh. Any, whoever uh, else. I don't know. Those are the only four previous when editors you, I know. When you call your parents tonight, which, which of those two announcements are you going <laughs> to lead with? <laughs> on the front page of Dylan's life, what goes above the fold? Probably the engagement personally, but eh, we'll see. There's room for two stories on A1. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's room for both. Uh, yeah, dueling lead art. I can't wait to see it. Um, all right. So the regional round of the state tournament or the opening round, whatever the hell we're calling it, is over. And we have to say goodbye to a few teams. Uh, first up, I will. Well, WFOS boys, who did they lose to? They Sammamish? 70 to 63 to Sammamish. All right. Do you want to say something nice about them? They did better than I thought they were going to do up in Sammamish. That came out really mean, um, (laughs) and I didn't intend it to. But, you know, they went up north. They battled hard, but at the end of the day, they just couldn't slow down. Um, Sammamish had one kid hit six threes, and when somebody's shooting like that in a game, just tough to keep up. But a good season for them, um, obviously able to sneak into regionals or states, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah. All right. Um, what did they finish with for a record? What were they like? Uh, like a, I want to say 16 and 7, 17 yeah, and 6-ish. Okay. Right. I mean, league champs, have... none to scoff at. Yeah, Excellent league champs, success they had the league of the MVP. Uh, was Chris White coach of the year in the FCO? Maybe. Have we, got the, we haven't got this. Got the FCO stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. Next I'd team. Assume. 
the Oakville boys made it to the what the round of twenty in the one B yes. tournament. It's a thing that for some reason is happening. They, um go yeah, what's what what's their deal? Uh they lost by twenty to Wilbercrest and Keller on last Tuesday. Okay. So six days ago. And if they had won that, they would have had to win another one just to get to um Spokane, excuse me, but kind of like WF West, the league champs. Um, I want to say they they either went unbeaten in league or only lost a game, I believe. Um, certainly none to scoff at, and no shame in falling a game short, or in their case, too short. Of uh, Yeah, Wilbur Creston went on to lose by a single point to Muckleshoot Tribal in Auburn on Saturday. So that's, that's how that went. Yeah. Um, yeah, good season for Oakville. And then the PL girls. Their run came to an end as well. Yeah. Uh, I hate to see it. They had their I look their box score of making it to the state playoffs was just a thing of beauty. Twenty seven twenty one. They beat Willapaw Valley to get there. Um, that was awesome. Uh, you know, a, maybe a, a surprise run for them making it to state. I would say so too. Carly yeah. Phelps really came on. She won league MVP. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, they kind of got. They did score more points in their regional round than they did in the third place game. Uh, um, but in well, terms I of mean, the final score, yeah. um, we don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Good. But, but yeah, I'd certainly say the future is bright for them. Um, okay. I didn't really expect them to make it past districts and to see them, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but one game shy of Spokane, certainly nothing to scoff at, especially for a PL team that I don't think a lot of people expected to make it that far. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the biggest surprise of the weekend for you guys. Uh, yeah, we've got two entries here. The first up, Napvine Girls lost as the top seed. These games were both in Shayla's, weren't they? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Napvine Girls, what? Uh, how'd that go down? Um, that was a very difficult game for Napvine to get into any kind of rhythm whatsoever. Um, they they were feeding. Um, they were feeding their posts. Hayden Cout. Um, their other post. Uh, uh, blank our name. Kiara O'Neill. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, on a quick eight run in the quick eight run in the first quarter to it. And it looked like they were going to just keep doing that all game long and, and seize control of it. They kind of went away from it. Mapton, uh, clamped up, they clamped up down low defensively, but what really killed, what really killed Napavine was 25 turnovers. Um, you're not going to win many games doing that one of 14 from three, and then seven of 23 from the free throw line. And then just in the third quarter alone, where most of the fouls happen um, for both teams in that game, never could, neither team could get into a rhythm. Uh, but, um, but the Tigers went three of 14 from the, uh, from the free throw line in the third quarter alone. So mm-hmm. it's, they just, they could not get into any sort, sort of rhythm, couldn't hit their threes, could not, um, could not hit their free throws. Um, O'Neal ended up leading them with uh, 15 points, 15 rebounds. Um, Cout was pretty much shut down uh, from the first quarter on. Could not get into any. Uh, could not get into any sort of rhythm. Um, it, it just was not. It was not the best time for Napavine to play their worst game. Yeah. Um, especially as, as as a team pegged as uh, pegged as the number one seed in the class two B uh, class two B bracket. You know, most most people look at looked at them, looked at that team, and like they can they have the ingredients to make to make a deep run in Spokane. Um, and now they've got to go through a much more difficult 
route in terms of playing. And if they lose on Wednesday, they're done. Number one seed out like that. But yeah, I have a feeling that they, they, they should bounce back. They're too talented not to. Mapton was really good, um, quick, um, and they they just made, um, they just made clutch threes when they needed to, and that was kind of what that's kind of what doomed the Tigers. Uh, the thirty eight points Napfine scored in that forty eight thirty eight loss was also their lowest scoring output of the season. Interesting footnote in that one, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine. Like they're, it's Napfine; they're going to be all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're going to break down what happened over the weekend classification by classification. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Gobel Septic, providing septic service and portable sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Cowlitz, and Grace Harbor counties. Septic pumping inspection and riser installation, commercial septic pumping, grease trap services, porta potty rentals, and portable sink rentals to go with those porta potties. Visit GobelSeptic.com, that's G-O-E-B-E-L Septic.com, or give them a call at 360-736-2167. Which classification do you guys want to start with? We've already hit uh, the 2A girls. We might as well, let's just continue with the 2B girls. Okay. Uh, What did Adna do? Adna went on the road and won. They beat, they beat, I have to... Speaking of the mic, They beat Okanagan out in Wenatchee, uh, 56-44. We've kind of joked about how Adna kind of almost Georgia-like kind of lost at the wrong time and probably got a little underseated. Mm-hmm. And uh, they certainly looked like the better team out there. Um, they're actually going to stay out there. They're not come making the trip back just to go all the way back. I thought really? that was a little cool little wrinkle that they're doing. Um, Where were they? They were playing in Wenatchee? They were out in Wenatchee, yeah. So really? They just, just kept spending, going. Spending a week over there. Yeah. Must be nice. Right. Was, um, wow. Yeah, Carson Freeman scored 33. So when she's, when she's on, she shot 65% from the floor. When she's going, she's, they're tough to beat. I don't think anyone else scored more than eight, but no one else really needed to. You know, you have Hallam and Guard that can get going. Yeah. Um, they'll probably need them at state. They'll probably need that trio to really go off. But, yeah, they're through um, to the corners, quarters. And if, they, if Rainier wins in there. We'll get, we'll get to the bracket 12. in a bit. All right. Uh, how did, how did Adna, by the way, is now number one on the RPI board. Number two is Napvine and, or number three is Napvine. Rainier is number two. So. And Rainier solid. beat Adna two out of three times this year. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. What, uh, how did, how did Rainier do? What's, what's Rainier's situation? Uh, Rainier also went East, but they lost, they lost 57 to 32 to Colfax. Um, I didn't hear much about this game from. Brandon, but given the scoreline, I'm assuming it didn't go very well from start to finish. Uh, Colfax, I know, has um, is it Bryn McGahey? McGahey? I'm not sure how to pronounce it her last Bryn name. It is Bryn McGahey. They beat Rainier 57-32. And this paragraph does not tell me how many points Bryn McGahey scored, which is what I wanted to know. Uh, here we go. We might have it here. Hold on. Mm-mm. Nope, not not on this one either. Oh, she had six points. Well, that's not as impressive as I was hoping for. Okay, well, anyway, Colfax apparently is more than just the one girl who's really good. Uh, what else happened in the two Bs? Anything notable? Tudor Lake? Tudor Lake is through. They beat, okay. they beat up on LaConnor, didn't even allow 20 points. Um, we'll get into the bracket talk. That's the girls on the boys' side. Napavine handled St. George's. 
as the two. Um, they course. just they just do what they've done all year. They'll just wear, wear you down and just slowly pull away throughout the game. And that was Carson Adult was 23 and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's got to be a bad sign for the rest of the state if Napavine is blowing out a regional opponent with Denault leading the team in scoring and I th- not I think the Gross best score in the third state. Too. I think Jaron Prather had 19, and they still won by almost 30, or yeah. more than 30. So um, yeah, maybe Rex is just playing 4D chess and being like, <laughs> "We got to get some, we got to get some tape out there of these other guys." Yeah. Uh, Adna won an overtime thriller. Zach was there for that one. Yeah, um, th- that was more on that. that was a fantastic game. Um, couldn't have asked for couldn't have asked for a better game between two teams that are um, that are trying to get to Spokane. Um, Braden saw me one heck of a player. Jens Nielsen really stepped up. Really stepped up for Adna um, at crucial moments on um, on both sides of the floor. End up with 19 points, um, I think six or seven rebounds. Um, it was a game that Adna had. It looked like just had full control for multiple stretches, especially in the fourth quarter. And then it was three point shooting by LaConnor and also offensive rebounding um, to lead to some uh, lead lead to some second chance three pointers. Um, that kept them in it. They had two. Um, they had one to. They had one to cut to three, and then in transition, um, they uh, one of their top players. I can't remember who it was. Um, he just pulled up and drained it. Um, and then Adna stepped up defensively. Um, in the four minute overtime period, uh, Brain saw me hit a layup that ended up being the game winner, and then iced it. Um, iced it with two free throws with under ten seconds left. A really good basketball game. Um, Adna looks like a team that, if things are clicking and if they're playing well defensively and and um, and they're doing a little bit better job at, um, what's the right phrase I'm looking for? Crashing the glass. They're they're going to be a tough out. They're going to mm-hmm. be a very tough out. Yeah. That's a top eight team if Braden Salmi's healthy all season. But yeah, I think his, that's that's probably injury. accurate. Uh, any other? We didn't have any other local two B teams that it did. We? Uh, among the other C two B L teams, Wakai can beat Liberty from Spangle, mm-hmm. and then in a top eight matchup to the Lost Colfax. Um, All right. And what else? We got one B boys. What did Mossy Rock do? Mossy Rock lost in a top eight to to Welpin at the the reigning champs. Um, okay. Lost by 11, and that was really even. That was an incredibly even game outside of the last, like, five minutes of the second quarter. Wolpen had put up 20 in that frame, multiple second-chance opportunities. They out-rebounded them by about 20. I think they had 15 offensive rebounds throughout the whole game. That really cost Mossy Rock. That was really the yeah. difference in the game. Um, that was at uh, Cheney High School, and that was a 2-7 matchup. So Mossy Rock losing, like, losing that game is not the end of the world. You no. go in, and you're still in it. You're one, still like one really loss close. away from, yeah. from things falling apart there. And 1B Girls, Mossy Rock won? They did. They beat, they destroyed Evergreen Lutheran. Um, 53-31. The Eagles, I believe they are, just never got going offensively. It was... Um, and neither really did the Vikings outside of a few stretches that kind of inflated that final number, but it was a pretty kind of a defensive game. battle. Yeah. yeah, It was, uh, it was, it was de- defensive and, and at times, a uh, times a little ugly a little slug fest. Yeah. yeah, definitely a slug fest. Absolutely. All right. Uh, tonight, boys, one, eight boys. What happened there? Uh, they lost to Zilla. Number one, Zilla, right? Number one, Zilla. Um, 
I don't remember the exact final score, but it was 25-plus. Um, yeah. I mean, they were an unbeaten team. They knew they had their hands full going in. Um, Noah Scow was somewhat limited. I'm assuming that the Leopards kind of zeroed in on him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're still through. I, I think we kind of joked about this last week, too, like, or maybe we maybe that was off the pod. But tonight, I know, like, I'm sure they'll trade having that top eight for sure as opposed to having to been a nine possibly oh, yeah. just to be winning in. I mean, they're, I'm sure they're thrilled to still be gone. So yeah. Just and like, if in the you regional. go in and lose to the number one seed in your regional matchup, like you go into state, Noah, or you go into the, the next chapter of it, knowing that you've played like the best team in the yep. state and you're like, well, it's, it's gotta be easier That's, from here on out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's do a quick preview of the Wednesday games. Of course, the state tournament works that if you are a uh, if you're a top eight seed and you win your regional game, you're automatically entered into the eight team eight team eighteen double elimination portion of the tournament, which runs Thursday, Friday, Saturday in either Spokane or Yakima. However, if you are a top eight seed and lose, or a nine through sixteen seed and win, you go and play in Wednesday's loser out round. So we have five teams playing in the loser out round on Wednesday. First up, WF West girls play West Valley. It's West Valley Spokane, I believe. Yes. The yes. other West Valley, I think, is Yakima. It doesn't matter here. I don't know. but <laughs> uh, WF West versus West Valley Spokane. This is the 9 a.m. game in Yakima. 9 a.m. game in Yakima, correct. First time covering morning basketball, Zach? No, I've covered morning basketball before. <laughs> Okay, so it's you know, not very fun, but I've I've done it. <laughs> I've had to do. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. The energy is pretty, pretty it, weird. It can be. It can be games. very. It can be morning basketball games, especially state basketball games, are going to either go one of two ways. One team is just going to come out on fire, energized, and win by win by twenty plus, or mm-hmm. it's going to be a slugfest, first to thirty five wins type of deal. Yeah. There's really, there's no in between. There's no early morning shootout games. No. Uh, all right. WF West versus West Valley. Uh, thoughts there. What seed is West Valley? They're a 14. 14. Yeah. So they've come, they've come into this um, kind of on some upsets that they've reached this, reach this round of 12. If WF West plays, plays their game, they should win. Yeah. Um, it felt like against Archbishop Murphy um, in in the regional round, the opening round, Archbishop Murphy just shot shot the heck out of the ball. They yeah. uh, Brooke Bleachy hit five threes in the first quarter. They end up with uh, six in the first quarter total. I think eight in the first half. Um, they were trading. Archbishop Murphy was playing threes for twos, and three points is more than two points. So they were able to. They were able to hang on for a 58-55 win. Um, Joy Cushman provided provided WF West with a with a real spark. Um, I thought I thought um, I thought Julia Dolan played well. Um, maybe rushed a couple shots, particularly in the fourth quarter when she was facing a double team, triple team. Um, so I think that parts that that part of her game um, has got to be has got to improve if they want to if they want to. Uh, if they want to reach the quarterfinal round. Yeah. But I think I, I there's first time seeing them. There's definitely some talent there. Uh, they, 
they should be able to not cruise, but as long as they come out with, with the right energy um, and don't come out sluggish, um, I think I, I think they'll be okay. Okay. Uh, Kings versus Tenino. Any uh, thoughts on this one? The only thing I know about this one, Kings is the two-time uh, two time 1A uh, state runner-up uh, behind uh, Lyndon Christian. Um, this one will be this one will be interesting. Um, I think Tenino has a definitely has a good chance to to win this and be able to get to a placement game. And this would only be the if they were to if they were to win this and then and then they would play Lyndon Christian um, in the quarters. Um, they they could be in a position to place for just the second time um, in their in in history because uh, yeah. it's their first time in this is their first time reaching state since oh seven mm-hmm. and the highest they've placed is fourth um that's one time that's the only time they placed so if, if they if they can win this if um if if they can uh they can beat kings they're looking at a good spot to 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 place for the second time in school history yeah kings is the nine seed uh the winner will go on to play Lyndon christian which has a pretty storied history at least lately so yeah, it's uh you know it's not an awful Wednesday matchup for Tenino. Um, you know, best of luck to him. I'm sure they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adna versus St. George's two B boys. St. George's coming off a big loss against Napavine, and Adna is kind of rolling after that overtime win over uh, whoever it was. Connor. Connor. Yeah. I will say, I think Adna might have a little bit of trouble. Um, St. George's has a big named Eldon Pierce who had his way for the, at least in the first half against Napavine. And even in the second, he ended up being St. George's leading scorer. Um, I think he had 16. I don't know who I'm be interested. I'm going to be interested to see who Salmi puts if he runs a man or even if he runs his own, if it's just going to be kind of Lane Johnson down low trying to guard him. Cause he has a clear size advantage mm-hmm. going into going into a game against Adno, whereas Napavine it, Navavine, in my opinion, would have been better, is better suited to guard him, and he was still able to get his. They've got a so, big guy, and Jack Nelson kid. He's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Navavine was better equipped, in my opinion, than Adno is to guard someone of that height. I'm interested to see how Salmi goes about defending him because um, they don't just have a, a guy that height that they could throw in there and say one on one, go for it. They're going to have to mix some things up. All right. Um, and that is a 5.30 game Wednesday in Spokane. The winner of that, uh, Adnus, the 10 seed, St. George is a 7. The winner goes on to play number one, Columbia Burbank, in uh, the quarterfinals the next day. And then we've got uh, in the 2B girls, Tudor Lake versus Rainier and Tenasket versus Napavine. Uh, Rainier, Tudor Lake, I feel like we've seen something like that. <laughs> a few times, yeah. Uh, Rainier, I assume, handled them pretty well. I think... Yeah, yes. Uh, I think they only played one time this year, and Rainier beat them in early January. Um, yeah, C2BL teams in Spokane, we've been kind of hinting at it. We joke about it in districts, and state's no different. Um, we'll kind of get more into that section of the bracket later, but I think Rainier will, I think Rainier will be able to handle them, bounce back. Um, uh, Rainier beat them 47-42 back on January 11th. Okay. That's a little closer than I thought. But. So, nah, that could be. I don't know. Totally could pull an upset. You never know. That's Anything true. could happen. Uh, and then Napavine versus Tenasket. I know it's Tenasket. 
rolled through the 16 seed. Other than that, I don't really know much about him, but um, I think Shane will have those girls ready to go. I can't see much other than just a bounce-back win to start off on a right foot, get back into the semis or quarters. Yeah. All right, and then in the 1B Boys, Mossyark versus Summit Classical Christian. Do either of you know anything about Summit Classical Christian? Do not. Nope. Uh, Zach, was that in your uh, Welcome to Washington entry guide? Unfortunately unfortunately not. I know they're the 15th, so they did win two games to get there. They are a school out of Bellevue, so certainly no cultural differences between Bellevue and Mossy Rock. (laughs) They beat Northport and Soap Lake. Two powerhouses. Right. Uh, yeah, I like Monster Rock's odds in this one, I guess. I do, too. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll get more into the brackets in a little bit. Uh, who else is playing Wednesday? Uh, the Mossy Girls. Mossy oh, Girls. Okay, yeah. Uh, they'll go up against Wilbercrest and Keller at 530. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Wil- Wilbercrest and Keller other than they were a top-eight team and they lost to number two member and Christian by 12. Okay. Um, uh, before we... Dive directly into the brackets. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Uh, they're locally owned, family owned, and here to stay. And their President's Day sale still going on. Save up to $900 on Serta iComfort Eco mattresses when paired with a motion-perfect adjustable base. Well, that sounds comfy. Uh, surely you guys are going to be craving one of those after sleeping <laughs> in hotels this week. But, uh, yeah, visit Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery online at elamshf.com or stop by their showroom at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. Uh, Bracket Outlook. 2A girls. I've got it up here. WFS is the three seed. If they beat West Valley Spokane and continue their state journey, they will play number four Prosser. The bad news for them is they are on the same side of the bracket as number one Ellensburg, and they played them earlier this year, and right? Yeah. Did not go well. No, they, they lost by double digits, I believe. Um, yeah, that this is the bad thing about WF West girls losing um, to, uh, to Archbishop Murphy um, is now they're, they're forced to play um, well, they have to play around a 12 game now. Take this, and this is a much tougher road than had they won. Um, as you're looking at, if they win, get a buy into the quarters, and you don't see Ellensburg until until hopefully a state final. And now you got to see him in a in a potential semi. You got to get by Prosser first. Um, obviously, don't know much about Prosser, but as a as a four seed, um, they snuck by Clarkston. Um, 49-43 in the opening round, but still top four seed. That's that's nothing to scoff at. So yeah, this is a you want to talk about a challenging road to get to uh, to get to a class two A state final. This is this is a daunting road. Got to take care of business against West Valley Spokane first before you even think about Ellensburg. Um, but yeah, this this is this was not the side of the bracket um, that uh, that the Bearcats wanted to be on. Yeah, and Ellensburg is riding what like a sixty-five game winning streak at this point. I think it's up above seventy now. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think pretty it was good. sixty-five when they beat WF West. Okay, so we, have, so we may December. be approaching we 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 may be approaching eighty then if yeah. that's the case. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Tough. Tough look for WF West. Um. But yeah, you know what? They're good. They still have a very good chance of getting a spot for Saturday's games and playing for a trophy. 
Yeah, it's Mar. It's we're getting into bracket play of state basketball. Any on any given night, anything can happen. Yeah, and then Tenino, the one A boys bracket. Let me pull that up. But they are on the same side of the bracket as the two, three, and four seeds. I believe. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, they'll play Kings. Um, uh, Tenino's playing Kings in the op- in the round of twelve. They win that. They'll play the two-time uh, defending state champion, Lyndon Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the opposite, and then the other side of that is um, Sultan. They're playing Freeman in the in a 4-13. Um, in a 4-13 round of 12 winner, that will play Annie Wright um, in the quarters. So, yeah, this is this is going to be a daunting task for Tonino to, one, you got to beat the, you got to beat the, um, Kings, which have been runner-up the last two years, um, and just to beat them, then your reward is playing Lyndon Christian. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you can't. That's that is a that is as difficult of a draw as you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is this will not be an easy road. But you beat Kings, you are in a position to you are in a position to place. And if you're if if in in that situation for Tonino, I think you take that any yeah. day of the week as an eight seed, and you can end you can end up as a you can end up as a as a top top six finisher uh, potentially. Yeah, you you take that. And not obviously, this is kind of assuming the other side of the bracket goes chalk. But say they do go on this run of knocking off three, of knocking off Kings, and then two other top four seeds. Who's waiting for you in the championship? Assuming Zilla assuming again. avoiding an upset, but. Once again, Zilla. Yeah. So, okay. Tough road. Uh, look at the 1B boys bracket. Mashiach, of course, plays Summit Classical Christian at 1030 Wednesday morning. The winner of that game moves on to play number one, Lummy Nation. Tough draw there. Yeah. Uh, also in that bracket, number four, DeSalle, and number six, Cusick. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't see any reason Mossberg can't get by Summit Classical on Wednesday, but they will certainly have a tough matchup against Lummy on Thursday should they get that far. I agree. And then the Mossberg girls are on. I'm looking for their bracket. Where is it? They also play the number one seed with a win. Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> they are the ten, and they're. <clears throat> Excuse me. They are five thirty on Wednesday against number seven Wilbercrest and Keller. Um, winner gets number one Nia Bay. Oh, Nia Bay's good. They're always good. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough break. I also learned today of the, I believe it was one B the Colton dynasty on the girls' side. Oh they yeah, they won, 10 won of eleven like, years. Yeah, they were they were so good. <laughs> yeah, I covered a couple games they were in and yeah they were just like my goodness they didn't they had good players but you didn't watch them think like oh my god that that's the best player on the court they're just like they were all pretty good all the time i think Uh, i saw they had 10 state championship teams in 11 years those 10 teams combined for eight losses yeah uh, and the one year they didn't win they got third yeah just a huge disappointment all around fired the coach (laughs) (laughs) all right what uh let's see two week girls bracket should we take a look at this bad boy yeah so this one's this one's local heavy. Probably not fun, but I think it's fun. <laughs> All right. So the Wednesday games, we've got Cleelum Rawson versus Okanagan, Davenport versus Warden. That is one half of the bracket. The winner of those games go on to play Colfax and Mabton. The other half of the bracket, 
Tudor Lake versus Rainier. The winner <laughs> plays Adna. And then Tenasket and Napavine. The winner plays Brewster. Hasn't Napavine played Brewster already? Yes. Okay. I beat him earlier this year, I believe. So we are setting things up where we have a very good, ch- well, a, a strong chance anyway, of an all C2BL semifinal matchup. Not all C2BL semifinals, but a C2BL versus C2BL semifinal matchup at 5.30 Friday nights. I like the sound of that. That sounds fun to me, yeah. Yeah, so we could be looking at a Napavine Adna, maybe a Napavine Rainier, maybe a Napavine Tootle Lake, even. Things could happen. Either way, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. so that's pretty interesting. And then, yeah, Colfax, like, are they the Dark Horse? What are they? I'm are excited they... to see Colfax just because of be the game. But um, Mabton on that top half is interesting because I think they have upset Warden earlier this season. Yeah, they they beat Warden the um, they beat Warden in the would have been the district title game, right? Yeah. So, how is Mabton the, the, the one. Is number eleven in the RPI rankings? They're 18, 18 and six. <laughs> yeah. 19 and 6 this season. They've lost to well, they've lost to Warden once. They've lost to Rainier once. They lost to Napavine. They had a <laughs> they had a three-game losing streak where they lost to Rainier, Napavine, and Brewster. And then Cashmere. Uh what a <laughs> great work by their athletic director scheduling just the powerhouses. Just well, prepared them for Feb- late February basketball. Well, apparently Since- during when they played the morning before they played Napa or the day before they played Napavine, um um, they played Shane, Rain, well. They Shane, played Rainier, yeah, yeah. They were telling um, shoots, yeah. Shoots was telling me that they stayed the night in a classroom at Napa Vine mm-hmm. in a cold classroom until two a.m. Or they they were up till two a.m. So that was a situation where they're probably just looking to get home, yeah. um, sleeping in a classroom. So yeah, it's a much different circumstance now. But they they played they played very well, um, obviously in or in order to beat the number one seed in the 2b bracket so they're they are going to be a difficult out for anyone on that on the top half of that bracket yeah so their their record is a little bit misleading you know they went friday they played the two game two road games in lewis county south thurston county whatever you look at it where they lost to rainier napavine um you know double digit losses both times then they go december 28th and 29th Sundome shootout. They lose to Brewster by five, 85 80, which sounds like an awesome game. Sundome shootout. <laughs> yeah. And then they lose to Cashmere the next day by five. So those are like, you know, those are quality losses. Good losses. The CFP yeah. committee would love it. Haven't lost the game since then. They're undefeated in 2024. So Mapton, maybe, uh, you know, seating committee, you know, maybe didn't put that personal touch in like they should have. I don't know. They don't look like uh, the pushovers a number eight seed would have you believe they are or. Oh you know, a number 11 <laughs> RPI team would have you believe they are. Big proponents of the RPI rankings here on sports. Uh, we do um, love the, you know, I love the RPI yeah. rankings. We got to, we got to do some digging. Did Brewster have to stay in a classroom when they did the doubleheader earlier this season? Where is Brewster? Brewster's the eight seed. They're 18 and seven. They're the seven. Yeah. Interesting. Napton eight. I remember there was some stirrings at, um, that's a weird word. There was some talk at, um, at the Mabton Napavine game, I think it was just a dad. Honestly, I was small talking with him. He said Tenasket was pretty upset that they were the nine because they felt they should have been the eight above Mabton. Yeah. Um, and they both kind of had a case. Mabton obviously won their matchup, and then Tenasket won by 64. Yeah. I don't know. 
Tenasket did. They did beat Friday Harbor 77-13. I mean, come, and now they get Navavine, so <laughs> just take it easy, work guys. Out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, let me see if I can find my bracket again. And For yeah, the that's two B boys now. Yeah, let's look at the two B boys. Where's my damn bracket? There it is. So our Wednesday matchups in this one, Tenasket versus God, Tenasket again. Here we go. <laughs> Tenasket versus Tudelik. That's a 14 versus a six. And Zach Swanson is coming off of, what did he have the last one? He had 49 a couple games ago. Yeah, I'm not sure he had the last game. We didn't talk about that on the last episode. Yeah. How he scored 49 in a district tournament game and took a picture like Wilt Chamberlain. How many points <laughs> do you need to score to take a picture with a whiteboard? With the It's not even a tournament record. <laughs> The tournament record is 51, and it's held by two people who are currently coaching. Uh, Shane Schutz and Chris Phelps, the PL boys coach, yeah, uh, gotcha. both scored 51 in district tournament games wow. years and years ago. That's getting buckets. Not the same game. But still. But, yeah, still pretty good. That's impressive. But, yeah, Zach Swanson, <laughs> like, was it a bit? I don't know. It's hilarious. It was funny. I don't know what it was, but it was the whole awesome. reason like Wilt took I'm the picture with the sign was because like there was no digital record of it. There's no film. There's Released no nothing. Tapes. <laughs> totally random side note. Every every like historical video that gets posted, it's like a running bit now. Like it'll be like an MLB video of Babe Ruth, and they're like, "So we have this, but the NBA doesn't have the Wilt tape." I yeah, the Wilt. I think that's a tape, super funny running bit. <laughs> the Wilt tape comes out. It's going to be like him dunking on a fat guy smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Average 62 and 25 that year. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Right. So, yeah, we've got <laughs> Tenasca at Tudor Lake at 345 Wednesday afternoon. Then we've got Adna St. George, George's. And I like Adna's odds in that one. We talked about it a little bit. That's cool. Then we've got Wakayakum Tri-Cities Prep. Wakayakum, are they a little low as a 12 seed? I was surprised to see them as a 12. I think the districts kind of dinged them because they lost to... They got upset by Toledo and then lost to Tootle and yeah. had to go the long way. Top Toledo again, the fifth place game. I think that kind of dinged them, but I was a little surprised to see a 12 okay. next to their name when it first came out. And then Northwest Christian versus Chief Leshai. God, I, Northwest Christian Colbert has played in that gym so many times. <laughs> and they've been there for so long, and they're only like five minutes away. So I kind of like them in that one. But anyway, the winner of NWC Chief Fleshlight gets Napavine Friday night. The Wakayakum Tri-Cities Prep winner gets Colfax, the three seed. Uh, Columbia Burbank will play the Adna St. George's winner. And then Lake Roosevelt, defending state champs. Aren't they? They would have last year. Yeah, Tennessee Rainwater, I think. Uh, anyway, they will familiar. play <laughs> Tenasket or Tootle Lake. We're, so, we're so close to all chalk. If Tenasket had lost to Coopville, we would have had the top 12 teams. But Yeah, I like that we've got the one, less. two, three, four seeds in there. The committee got it right. Congratulations to them, whoever they may be. But yeah, this is a, uh, a good-looking bracket. And then, we're excited to get out there and see all that. Yeah, that'll be, you're gonna, you and Cody are going to have a great time with Cody being like, yeah, I know a spot and taking you to... <laughs> Red Robin. <laughs> Red Tavern doubles are what? Eight ninety nine. I would not be opposed to Red Robin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. The 1B boys bracket. Masirak plays. Uh, we've been through this one. Uh, other than Elimination, uh, Welpin at the two seed, opposite side. This one is fairly chalk too, really. 
is as chalk as you can get for a 20 team bracket outside of the uh all the 15 and 16 made it through columbia columbia adventus made it through well okay look at that yeah they beat 17 seed mount vernon christian and then tulela heritage so all right yeah i don't know i don't have any strong thoughts on that one kudos to them i I've looked at this bracket and that just kind of game. I was not. I didn't expect to see them here. But uh, and then the one B girls, we've also got a chalk esque bracket with the one, two, three, and four seeds already in there. Monster Rock will have a shot at Mia Bay if they are to beat Wilbur Creston. And they're also on the same side of the bracket as Cross Point. So I don't know. Any other bracket thoughts? Not necessarily bracket, but just from a tournament perspective, um, just decided to get out there and see. Um, yeah, yeah. Excited to get rolling. Excited they're only playing one game a day per team. Uh, no three games going on at the same time. I'm just thinking back to volleyball, how, many, oh. how chaotic that <laughs> it's was. It's very different than volleyball. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Visit west.americool online to learn more. Your comfort is their business. They offer full-service HVAC installation services and repair with a 100% satisfaction guarantee on everything they do. Uh, If you are having an emergency in which you're either too hot or too cold, call 360-996-5806. And then that's all we got on the notes, except for travel plans for you guys. Zach, when are you heading across the mountains to Yakima? Leaving tomorrow mid-afternoon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you checked the weather report? No. Have you checked the pass report from the WSDOT website? Let's say we I have, have not. not talked about that yet, but that is something we got to keep in mind, too. Uh, they are supposed to get some snow. They are. So just uh, keep an eye on that. All right. Good to know. Uh, Dylan, what are you? You and Cody are Cody flying over? And Dylan Rubin King from the Nisqually Valley News will be helping us out over there as well. Um, we're all flying out tomorrow. So look at you, three fancy lads. Yeah. You flying out of SeaTac? Yeah. Neat. Yeah. My uh, gas guggler trailblazer uh-huh. probably would have been more expensive to pay for the gas, honestly. But uh, Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I'm sure. Are you guys all sharing one hotel room, or you all get we your are. own rooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to smell like ass in there. <laughs> um all right. Which, well, you know, uh, we're going we're gonna to try to our best to hang out at Red Robin as much as we can to get like, out of the room. <laughs> uh, are you and the other Dylan both 21? Yeah. You're going to be he's going older. to so many. He's 25, I think. Yeah. You're going to be going to so many bars to get away from Cody. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spring Cody like some cheese curds or something. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, good episode, guys. Zach, glad to have you here. Glad to be here. You're going to do lovely things. I'm sure you're going to enjoy Yakima so much that I'm sure you'll want to move there. You'll be like, wow, this is beautiful. Probably not. Palm Springs, Washington, baby. That's what they say on the sign. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week to tell you what happened at State. Picture closely, the ignorant mostly, blind, deaf, dumb, your mind left numb, lost soul, who failed to hear the roll of the drum in the bottom of your bomb shelter. Still felt.